Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. After a win over Michigan yesterday, Iowa baseball team is back in action in the Big Ten tournament tomorrow, taking on Indiana. Marcus Stroman will face his former team tonight at Wrigley as the Cubs go for two in a row over the Mets. Christopher Morell is now homered in five games in a row. NBA championship winning coaches Doc Rivers and Nick Nurse reportedly are among the finalists for the Phoenix Suns head coaching job, along with Kevin Young and Jordy Fernandez. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's hour number two. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon and Ken Miller here for another hour. Murph and Andy roll in from 1 to 3. The drive with Heather and Sean, 3 to 6. And then Hawks Central uh, tonight. Chad Leistico has uh, Coach Heller uh, on the program. Uh, before we get to David Eicholt, who is going to punch up here, bring him on. Hello, David. Trent and Ken, thank you for stopping on. Before we get to you, uh, here's the update from Chris Conley, the uh, general manager over at the Event Center. Uh, this was a text from him to me. Essentially sold out at this point. They have well over 13,000 paid tickets. Tickets. They still have tickets on hold for the four participating teams. Capacity will be a little over fourteen thousand. Uh, the cheapest ticket was thirty bucks, but uh, those are up in the three hundred level. Uh, but this, these things went very quickly. Wow. The Riley Mulvey effect is real. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not see, it. No, I don't want to see the knee pads. I don't think of Mulvey. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, let's get David Eichold in here. David Trenton, Ken, um, not surprising that they went as quickly as they did, but uh, the Caitlin Clark effect is real, is it not? Good to be joining you guys. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I don't think this really should surprise anybody. I mean, this could be Caitlin Clark. I don't want to say her farewell tour, but, you know, she has that additional COVID year, which she might end up using, but... You know, again, I thought it was a great idea about Iowa Athletics during a slow time, usually in terms of attendance for Carver Hawkeye Arena with the students gone during finals week. A doubleheader I thought was a great idea. And, uh, yeah, the support's going to be real. And I'd also like to throw in probably Peyton Sanford and Price Sanford also being in that area. And Peyton, I think, could be a top-five scorer in the Big Ten this season. And, obviously, the women's matchup's a lot better than the men's. But a unique idea, the Caitlin Clark effect is real. And, again, I mean, it it, it really is crazy, though. What was it, 10 to 20 minutes? People are getting shut mm-hmm. out for yep. 12,000 tickets. That's unbelievable. And I think, yes, the men are playing, but I think it shows a tremendous amount of support for the women's basketball program and how that sport continues to grow. How about the – we know the women's team is going to be good. Now, they didn't hit the portal. They didn't get any of the big names that – People were hoping for Haley Van Lith. That was not going to happen. It didn't feel like even uh, the DePaul girl, Morrow, didn't really return phone calls. So. <laughs> they have a scholarship available. I know they've been trying, but you know the other side has to be interested too. Anything at all, anything of interest in the recruiting front for the women's team? 
You know, I don't think so, Trent. I know they're they're continuing to modern names or throw around names, but you know, Lisa, they're not just going to throw a scholarship out there to throw a scholarship out there. I think they were really interested in Lauren Betts, who ended up staying on the West Coast, going to UCLA. Not necessarily surprised there once that was all said and done. But I'm really interested about how Iowa's going to play basketball this season. Obviously, Gabby Marshall's returning. Kate Martin's returning. Asno Grady, I think, could take a big step forward. Hannah Stolke, I think, could be expected to take a big step forward. But Iowa might go small ball, which is going to intrigue me very much, and I think a lot of other people as well, especially when you look at the teams that are going to be Final Four contenders, South Carolina, LSU as the Monstars, as I've said to you before. It could be Caitlin Clark versus the Monstars in a Space Jam 3 at this point. But, you know, I think Iowa playing small ball, they're going to continue to play fast pace. I think rebounding could be interesting if Asno Gray doesn't take a big step forward. But, you know, I think we could see a different style of basketball than, than we did last year. Obviously, Iowa ran a lot through Monica Sinano. I think if the right post player and there's a right fit, maybe they continue to throw their hat in the ring. But I think Lisa Bluter and company are just kind of ready to ride or die with the roster they got and that's the way i think they would take it 10 times out of 10 knowing them do do you uh have any idea david you know what what's left in the women's transfer portal i mean would there be a is there a name that has any more steam behind it than in than any other from what you're seeing at all you know not not really i think most top contenders who i think could impact playing time or could potentially get in that iowa rotation i think a lot of them if not all of them are gone at this point and i think Lisa Bluter and them are not going to just throw out a scholarship to throw out a scholarship. Uh, so I, I wouldn't expect too much traction. Maybe we see something later, but at this point in the portal, guys, I, I just don't see it. On the men's side, they also searched, didn't find anything. Evan Bronze is going to be on scholarship. Are they just going to give it to the walk-on Isaiah Nimmers, or is Fran still shopping in the portal? I think France still shopping in the portal, but I also have a hard time believing that they're just going to give it to Omarion Nimmers. I mean, I think I've heard he's performed very well in practice. I think he could eventually make an impact in the rotation throughout his career. I think he's a guy who would have gotten mid-major scholarship offers had he been through a normal recruiting cycle. But, you know, when you would join the program as a walk-on, you haven't played any significant time. I just don't see why you throw out the scholarship to throw out the scholarship. Not saying he doesn't deserve it. But when you're a walk-on, I think you need to prove it in in-game circumstances. So I don't see him doing that. Am I throwing it completely off the table? No. But I do think that Fran's going to hold on to that scholarship and have it in the back pocket for a little bit. Uh, back to the women's game for just a second, David. Uh, we'll switch to football, etc., and obviously baseball is going on as well. Um, Scheduling-wise, has there been any um, any smoke around a, 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 a tip-off event regarding uh, the Iowa women at all? I mean, I, I'm guessing that you know networks would love to have Caitlin Clark. Uh, has there been any talk at all of uh, you know put, putting the focus or the spotlight on them? Uh, there's been some rumblings. I don't want to say nothing's been confirmed to me at this point, but there definitely are some rumblings. I know that a lot of the big networks are trying to make a push for that. How open is Iowa going to be to that? I've heard mixed reviews based on talking to a couple of sources about that. But again, you're talking about the face of women's college basketball. I know Angel Reese could probably make an argument as well, but Caitlin Clark is what sold the NCAA tournament, and that's why the women's tournament is rated higher. Then the men's and a lot of the NBA playoffs, which have been fantastic as well outside this past round. So I would keep an eye on it. Um, and I would just, again, I would just continue to stay tuned. But there definitely are some rumblings behind it. But again, how receptive is Iowa going to be to that? 
I really couldn't tell you at this point. Before we dig into some football, have you heard anything new on the gambling front in the investigation? Any rumblings, anything that you can pass along? I do know that based on what I've been told, and I feel comfortable sharing this, I know there are multiple players on the Iowa football team who are at least being looked at. I I don't think it's going to have a tremendous impact on the season. I don't think it's going to have little – I think it's just going to have a little impact, maybe a 1 to 2 on a scale of 1 to 10 about how much it will actually impact it. But I do do know there's a couple Iowa football players being looked at. The Iowa baseball team at this point, I just don't see them returning. I think they've missed, what, 10 straight games to this point. Uh, And I'm very interested to see what the punishments are going to be when this is all said and done. But there are a lot of rumblings going around. I think I told you this last week or two weeks ago. I would just continue to stay tuned to what the actual press releases are going to be out there. I know there's a lot of individual names being thrown around Iowa and Iowa State, for that matter. Mm -hmm. I think it's unfair to disparage certain kids uh, who have not been found guilty to anything at this point. Uh, Have you heard timeline? I was tipped off yesterday that potentially as early as next week there may be some uh, uh, there may be some news regarding uh, some of the athletes and the punishment that awaits have you heard that that's what I was told also a couple days ago as well I, it wouldn't surprise me if it was next week at least for the preliminary punishments or some of the baseline stuff I do continue to think that this is going to be a story that goes on for three to four more weeks I think mm-hmm. if they continue to uncover things I think they're going to continue to look into some things I know they've worked very hard at but again, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg for the national scheme of things because if you think Iowa and Iowa State are the only athletes who are really thrown down on gambling, you're not paying attention yeah. to anything. But uh, I would expect some news next week. It wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. All right, one on the combine. Uh, Chris Murray, uh, what what have you heard? I, I did see a couple. of. It's been a while, man, a few days since uh, I think the, that I last saw anything. What kind of combine for Chris Murray? I mean, I think he impressed teams in the interviews. I know he didn't really do much of the scrimmages. I, I had a feeling just talking to some people in his camp that he wasn't going to do that. I think he says he's proven enough on film, and I think Chris is going to be a guy that goes in and shoots the ball very, very well in one-on-one workouts. This is a guy who is higher on the board of scouts and executives than the mock draft. I mean, I've heard Chris Murray could go as high as number 12 in the draft. I wouldn't project him there. I think he could go from anywhere from 12 to 18 i think if he slips into that late first round that would surprise me but it's all about fit for him i think he can really play with any game i think teams are really impressed with his interviews and his skill set and just how willing he is to play whatever role they're going to throw at him but i think for chris specifically while he can play any type of basketball i think just the role he's going to have with whatever team drafts him is going to play a big big key and how much he's on the floor uh, I could see him making a difference as the seventh man on a contributor, or maybe he gets to a, goes to a struggling team and takes on a similar role that Keegan Murray uh, did this past season. But Keegan's season certainly helped him, and I would expect to hear Chris Murray's name pretty early uh, in the NBA draft next month. Talking with David Eichel, 24-7 Sports, HawkeyeInsider.com. David, jump into the football team, offseason, still 101 days, I believe it is, until we get the opener to kick things off, but... Buzz continues to build about this team. Cade McNamara, he made a California trip, went out there for uh, one of his quarterback coaches in Jordan Palmer, and he talked to the Iowa Swarm about, hey, can I bring my wide receivers and tight ends? Swarm made that happen. Tell us a little bit about that trip, what you know, and some of the camaraderie. Looks like they're having some fun out in Cali. I mean, beachside runs at you know 6.30 in the morning <laughs> watching the sun come up. It's got to be a pretty, pretty phenomenal vibe, right? But 
I, I do think it shows a lot for Cade McNamara to tell the Swarm, hey, I need my guys out here. We need to continue to get this chemistry on and off the field. I know they did some drills. They did a lot of film work. And from what I'm hearing, Cade McNamara and Caleb Brown continue to have a really, really strong relationship. The former rivals from Ohio State and Michigan now could be the number one passing option at the University of Iowa. So what a world we live in in 2023. But Eric All is out there. Joe Evans was out there. Just He's had a really good relationship with Cade ever since he's gone on campus. But, yeah, they did a lot of film work. They did a lot of just kind of off-the-field bonding activities. There's a lot of good chemistry being formed, and I think that Cade McNamara continues to make the right moves as becoming arguably the face of Iowa football this upcoming season. And, again, the Caleb Brown, Cade McNamara uh, effect, I think, has been very, very interesting to watch blossom over the past couple weeks. And I don't know if I've said this on your show. I'm sure some people have read it. But a big reason why Caleb Brown is in Iowa uniform is because Cade McNamara sold him on the vision with quarterback stability and the role he kind of was promised coming to Iowa. But Cade McNamara really, really brought it home, and that's why Caleb Brown did not make those trips to Oklahoma and Texas a and You can't underestimate his impact since he's been on campus, no doubt about that. I mean, look at the season ticket numbers. That was reported. Lysakow had that earlier this morning. Uh, the season ticket numbers, they are uh, ahead of schedule, and it's not the shiniest of schedules, home schedule-wise, uh, that they've had. You know, Speaking of scheduling, David, we saw the uh, the Kevin Warren mess that apparently Petiti's going to have to clean up and the fact that there are, there are a night games that NBC won once I get it. Um, Big Ten fans don't like them. I mean, they play at night in Ames for crying out loud. I don't know what the difference is. Um, but that aside, could Iowa? Um, I, I, what to uh, Trev Alberts over in Lincoln said? You know, we'll help you out. We'll play at night. We'd, we'd love to have that opportunity. Would Barta? Would Barta? Uh, you know, throw an olive branch to the conference? Would he play one at night if he was asked? Well. Whatever Iowa fans want, I think that's what Barta will do the opposite of. I think that's just been proven over the past couple of, a couple of years, especially, right? And what a self-centered moron Kevin Warren is. I'm not going to censor words about it anymore. $40 million the conference is probably going to have to pay back for selling those rights to the 2025 or 2026 Big Ten title game. Just absolutely ridiculous, some of the stuff that's come out recently. But maybe Barta throws an olive branch out there. Trev Alberts, I think, was saying the right things. I think it makes a lot of sense. But what about Michigan State and Penn State moving that game? Yeah. I believe Black Friday now they're yep. playing at Ford Field. If I'm Michigan State, I am absolutely outraged. I'm with you. They're giving up a home game. Who knows what the season ticket holders are going to be like. It doesn't create a lot of excitement there. Yeah, I wanted to spend my Black Friday in Detroit. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. We're ridiculous. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe Barta does it, but... I also think that Iowa-Nebraska, for the Black Friday rivalry specifically, I think they have a great, great time slot as it is. Yep. Set it up. 11 o'clock CPS. Stay away from that NFL window, and away we go. Mm-hmm. And a night game on NBC for Michigan State, Penn State. Wrapping things up here with David Eicholt. We jump into a little baseball, and it'll be Brody Breck getting the ball tomorrow against Indiana. Not going with Langenberg. Of course, Breck lost that Friday night rolls. He was struggling with control a couple of weeks back, and he has bounced back in a big-time way. Surprised at all, though, that he's going to get the ball here in Game 2? A little bit, but at the same time, I think if Iowa, I think Iowa's already securely in the NCAA tournament, yes. okay? But I think given kind of where they're at in the history of the Big Ten being looked at for the NCAA, I think this is a great move. You need to be able to play. Your all Big Ten pitcher, a guy who's going to be a future first round pick in the MLB. And again, when you look at the Indiana side of things, Luke Sinner's been a very, very good 
pitcher as well this season. 4-4-8 ERA, 104 strikeouts, 23 walks. Jeez. Iowa is going to need a strong performance out of Brody. And I thought Brody Breck really, really shined last week. I know he kind of went through that midseason slump. But, again, I think you need to go with your best pitcher. I think Brody's the guy. I think one more win will really help boost Iowa's RPI in the major stretch of things. And if they win on Thursday, I think they're squarely in the NCAA tournament. No conversation needed. We will be watching. David Eichold, Hawkeye Insider, part of 24-7 Sports. David, thank you for this hit. We appreciate it, as always. Have a wonderful uh, long weekend. We'll uh, talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you, David. Hey, I appreciate you, fellas. Take care. Yep, good to talk to you, David Eichold, as uh, we catch up on the Hawks, the Big Twelve, uh, Big Ten, rather, et cetera, et cetera, with uh, Mr. Eichold. So, uh, firmly in if they win tomorrow, or are they in already? They're in already. Yep. Yeah. I cannot envision a scenario. RPI in the 30 range at this point, two quality victories, uh, six top 50 wins, including two against LSU and against Indiana State. There's just not anything in the resume that you can look at and say, they went out and challenged themselves in the non-conference. They played well. They played well now for a month plus in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. They're the third best team. It's been a three or four bid league for the most part in the Big Ten. Even if they lose to Indiana and then lose again to either Michigan State or Illinois, finish up one and two in the Big Ten tournament, I would be jaw on the floor shocked if they're not a tournament team. Let me ask you this question not knowing anything about it. I mean, not, not you, me. That's why I'm asking you. We see that when it comes to Selection Sunday that maybe the selection committee takes injuries and av- or put a player availability yep. into account. Uh, not necessarily injuries. We know that there's pl- player availability issues on the baseball team. Is that factor in? It does, but I think because of the way that I was played since those guys have been suspended, they put themselves in a pretty good spot because of that. So those guys didn't play in the Ohio State series. What did they do? Went out there and took two or three. Then they swept Michigan State, took two or three out of Northwestern on top of it, and then the win yesterday against Michigan. Because they played well without mm-hmm. those four guys, I think that also leads to... Gotcha. This is kind of not a paper tiger. They mm-hmm. have played well, even minus these guys. And only one of them was a starter. Right, right. It's not like you're Good talking one, about though. four starters. Oh yeah, yeah, best offensive player yep. on the team. I think that's also a component, too. Since they played well... They would have struggled, lost a couple of those series. It would be a different conversation. But because of that, I think they're in good shape. You've sold me, Trent Condon. Let's hope we're right. We get a little more content for another week or two, right? Indeed. All right. Uh, Trent's plays of the day. Let's hope he's right. That's coming up about 10 minutes before 1 o'clock. But when we come back, off we go to Chicago where Trent will spend the weekend with the family. That's Very right. nice. Uh, we'll uh, talk to Cappy next. Miller and Condon joined by the Cap Man. Centurion Stone of Iowa makes that possible. He's next on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. On June 1st. If you're thinking of incorporating or setting up an Iowa LLC, zoom right past LegalZoom and work with Rush Niggett, a Brick Gentry PC. He's set up an affordable online small business package that helps you decide whether to form a limited liability company LLC or a corporation. With Rush Niggett's help, it's easy to form your new small business. Rush Niggett, a business lawyer with Brick Gentry Law PC. Go to RushOnBusiness.com It's good to have Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. 
right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Tell them Murph sent you. Graphite Construction Group is one of the leading names in general contracting across the Midwest. And now you can be part of the Graphite Construction Group team. They're looking for construction superintendents, project managers, project coordinators, carpenters, and laborers. Go online to graphitegrp.com slash career opportunities to apply today. With Graphite Construction Group, we build it better. Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors our weekly conversation with our friend in Chicago. He is the Cap Man and he joins us. Cap Trenton Ken, how are you, Capper? How's your week? Everything is good, good. Heading up to the lake tomorrow after radio, so ready to rock and roll. You're off Friday. No, I'm working from the from up there okay gotcha uh nice no, no, I, can't, I can't miss the show no chance well yeah because you were just gone for over across the pond so i absolutely get it so uh speaking of missing the show did the sh- uh, the show was clearly missed christopher morell when he was down here i get that um look ian hap had to come down here he worked on some things he was rewarded handsomely this off season it worked for him christopher morell uh was sent down here to uh work on the to cut down on the strikeouts apparently cap what a, uh, what a phenomenal return to Major League Baseball for Christopher Morrell. I can't recall anything like this. Well, only guy who's ever done nine home runs in his first 12 games is Mike Schmidt. The only guy ever. Hall of Famer. And we know how good Mike Schmidt was. So, yeah, I think it's cool as could be what Christopher's been able to accomplish. You know, David Ross, who I like very much, let me be clear, he sounds foolish when he says, I just don't know how we're going to get this guy back. Really? Yeah. So why? So Nick Madrigal, Matt Miles, Mastroboni, <laughs> Mike Tuckman, these guys can play? Stop yourself. Yeah, really? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. When you got a guy swinging like that, you're putting him out there every single time. Well, what do we think about Tyon? They go out, Oof. one of the free agent signings, and it's been a disaster now. He came back, didn't go on a rehab start as he came off in injury there. Are we talking about a sunk cost? Are we talking about Tyler Chatwood 2.0? I don't think so yet. Tyler Chatwood, they bet on a guy leaving Colorado who had not had success. Tyler has had success now in his career. I mean, he was the second overall pick. He pitched for the Yankees and won 14 ballgames. He just hasn't played well so far for the Chicago Cubs. But the thing that's encouraging is his strikeouts per nine innings, is up and it's it's good. So it tells you his stuff will play, but his command hasn't been great. And then he falls behind. Oh boy, I better get this over. Bam! There goes the Kyle Schwarber grand slam. So <laughs> I'm not ready to throw the towel in yet. 
Marcus Stroman, Cap, uh, apparently the sides are talking regarding an extension. He would have been one of those guys, and still may well be, if there is nothing done between now and the the, uh, trade deadline, that uh, certainly would be a coveted commodity and may bring something back. Although, apparently now there's interest from both sides in extending this relationship. What can you tell us? Uh, I know they have talked, but... You know, he signed a three-year, $71 million deal with an opt-out after year two. This is year two. So he's not going to sign for less, but he hasn't pitched well enough where you feel like, I want to give him a big raise. So that is an issue that they're trying to navigate because he hits the open market. I mean, you see what some of these guys get paid, and then you look and go, they gave how much to who? You know, I don't think the Cubs are have an appetite to give him four more years. He's in his 30s. He probably would sign four for 120. I'm not giving him four times 30. No chance. He wants a two-year extension at 25 per. Would I do that? Yes. Beyond that, I don't think I would do that. Seiya Suzuki has got hot himself along with Morell here over the last couple of weeks. Is this a guy that you anticipated we were going to see before injuries kind of derailed things a year ago? This is the guy that I thought we would see, mm-hmm. yes. And I feel like he spent the latter portion of last season and all off season grinding in the weight room. And you could see how much bigger his upper body is. And he is driving the baseball. He's a solid, solid player. Solid player. Is he going to be an all-star? I don't know if he's quite at that level yet, but I do think he has that type of potential. He's got power. He can run a little bit. He has a really good arm. He's a fundamentally sound player. So, yeah, he you got him and Ian Happ and then probably Pete Carr Armstrong in center because I'm probably not of the appetite of giving a huge contract extension to Cody Bellinger. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think your outfield is, is those three guys. Now, is Morrell your long-term D.H.? then you still need a shortstop, excuse me, a third baseman. You have your shortstop and second baseman. Yep. I think Mervis is your first baseman, but you got to get a big-time third baseman. So that's where I think they're going to go shopping in the offseason, that and for more starting pitching. Mm. Uh, speaking of the All-Star game and Christopher Morrell, and I'm not saying he's going to be an All-Star, but there is that little event on Monday night, the Home Run Derby. Uh, if he keeps that, I mean, I don't think he's going to come with his pace. He's not. But if he continues to, you know, to swing the ball well and to hit a few home runs, his personality doesn't lead you to believe that uh, that MLB would be missing out on an opportunity to showcase one of the um, uh, up-and-coming youngsters in the game if um, you know, he continues to, to, to hit balls out of the ballpark. Morale needs to be in this, don't, don't you think? Uh, agreed. Now, if he is, you know, the guy who hits nine home runs in 13 games or 12 games and then cools off and he's got 11 come July 1st, he's right. not going. Right. But if we get to July 1st and all of a sudden he's got 17 home runs, yes, I agree with you. I think they would be missing an opportunity for a guy who has personality the game needs, some flair. He's a good dude. People like him, and he hits the ball a long damn way. Ben Brown, a guy that is a crazy story. Tommy Birch had a great article in the Des Moines Register about him. He looked to be one of the big prospects at the high school ranks, had a ruptured appendix, lost 30 pounds, 
Went from throwing in the 90s down to the low 80s and only had an offer from Siena coming out of high school. Here he is now, one of the top guys. Now, we've seen these guys, not the hard throwers, not the guys that are going up there and pumping up at 98, and they do struggle their first time around. Can Ben Brown be different? Can be he be a guy that can help this team in 2023? Well, it sure sounds like it from what they're saying over at Wrigley. Now, they were able to procure him from the Phillies mm-hmm. in the David Robertson deal, and teams do silly things at the deadline. I mean, Pete Crow Armstrong for two and a half months of Javier Baez. <laughs> that will be one of the dumbest trades, regardless of what Pete Crow Armstrong ends up doing, because Javi plays for Detroit now, and the Mets did nothing with him. Mm-hmm. So they gave away their first-round pick, albeit a guy who was injured, gave him away on the hope of Javier Baez for two and a half, three months, and now Pete Crow Armstrong is the number one prospect in the Cubs system. If he's anywhere close to what they think, he might be gold glove caliber center fielder, a guy who has a little bit of pop, can hit for average, great in the room. I've interviewed him multiple times. He's an awesome, awesome kid. If he's anything like that, that's one of the stupider trades the Mets will have ever made in their history. Hmm. You know, Cap, you go back to those times, right? The teardown the, for the first group of the core, Contreras aside, who went after this year. Uh, Baez is languished right he's not been the same guy since he since he left the north side chris bryant you don't even remember he's in the game for crying out loud uh he's uh uh purgatory in 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 colorado rizzo i guess would say he's been a success so far with with the yankees but these guys that the fan base you know clamored oh you got to keep we got to find a way to keep these guys together blah 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 i think management's going to be proven right on this one they are first of all their offers stood the test of time what they offered Chris Bryant, first he denied it. I don't know where that David Kaplan made that story up. And then admitted, well, actually, they did make an offer to me for a deal after the World Series, and we turned it down. And he got his money, so it worked out for him, and I'm happy for him because he's a good guy. Uh, but they would not re-sign Chris Bryant. They would not re-sign Javier Baez. I don't think they would take Rizzo back. I don't. I think they're happy with Matt Mervison's potential as they grow this next, what they're calling, next great Cubs team. So, Wilson Contreras, they were, I love Willie. They were thrilled to let him walk out the door. Mm -hmm. Thrilled. They'll get a draft pick. They didn't want him back for whatever reason. That's their choice. And they wouldn't take him back if he had said, I'll take a one-year qualifying offer. They would have been devastated. We don't want him here. So I think they're, you're right. They're going to be proven very accurate in the strength of their offers that were turned down and in the decisions that they make. The White Sox are playing better. They're still not very good. They're 20 and 30, but the division is so bad. Is there still hope in your mind for this White Sox team to win this crappy division? Uh, there's a chance that not one team's over 500 when this division <laughs> yeah, ends. That's yeah. nuts. There's really a chance. It is a Pathetic division. The NL Central is not much better either now. Right. They're True. both yep. bad. Yep. But the White Sox, as poorly as they play, are four and a half games out, I think, or five and a half five games and a half. out. Yep. Yep. Five and a half. And the Cubs are four and a half as poorly as they played for 30 days. Worst record in the National League over a 30-day mm. span. So, yeah, both these teams are very fortunate that they don't have divisions with the L.A. Dodgers, the Atlanta Braves, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, I'm telling you. Hmm. Very lucky. Um, 
Yeah, that that's for sure. Was there is there was there David Ross is the seat heating up cap? I mean, you just said it. They're the worst record in baseball in a thirty day period. Um, and I don't think I, I I don't think that they're a playoff team by any means. But I think they're better than their last month. Uh, is his seat going to be hot at the end of the year? No, nope, not even close. Now, if if you tell me they only win sixty four games, yeah, I guess anything's on the table. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's still a seventy eight to eighty two win team if they stay healthy. And Jed Hoyer came out yesterday before the game, met with the media, unannounced. All right, let's talk. He blamed himself. He said, "This bullpen is not on David. I let our manager down. I put together a bullpen that has not performed at our standards the way we're used to. So that's on me." not on the manager. He has taken all the heat off his manager. OTA is underway for the Chicago Bears, organized team activities at Hallis Hall. Any nuggets, any notes, and certainly an offseason, well, everybody starts to feel like they got a chance this year. And speaking of bad divisions, another one here on the NFL side of things in the North. Where hmm. are you? What are you hearing the latest on the Bears? So the best thing that, was, that happened yesterday was Justin Fields spoke. And Justin was asked about, a potential contract extension. And for meatballs like me and the rest of our fan base, (laughs) his answer was awesome when he said, I'm not worried about contract extensions. I'm worried about winning football games. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, oh, this is awesome. You know, you got Lamar Jackson doesn't even go to the playoff game his team's playing and he's injured and doesn't even spend any time around his teammates because he's not happy with a hundred and whatever million guaranteed. So you've got that on one end, you got Justin on the other end, he graduates from Ohio State, and Kevin Warren, the president, goes with him for the graduation ceremony, and then they're milling about, and he says, Kevin, we got to go. i got to catch this 615 flight. i got to work out tonight. It's just, he just knows how to say and do all the right <laughs> things, and people in the room that I know have said to me, the best, best leader they've had in that building in decades because Jay Cutler, terrible leader. Mitch Trubisky, excellent leader, lousy football player. <laughs> Here's a guy with all the talent in the world, and he gets it. Cap, huh. uh, last thing for you, uh, since you guys carry the White Sox on ESPN 1000, did you hear Tom Hamilton rip Tim Anderson the other night? Uh, over I did. The, what, I did. What, you, what was behind Did you? What was behind that? I mean, I don't recall a broadcaster letting fly like he did against an opposing player. That was, I mean, you just don't hear that very much. But, I mean, Hamilton's yeah. been around forever. I love Tom Hamilton. I think he's the best radio play-by-play guy in the game today. I do. I think he's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I was actually listening to the ga- the replay when I was getting ready for our show. My producer said, Did "You hear this?" I walk in the producer's booth. What is it? Tom Hamilton blasting Tim Anderson. I'm like, "What? Tom Hamilton, the nicest guy in the world?" And I hear him lousy shortstop. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. But it was it was from the heart. It yeah. was honest. Yeah, good stuff. Kappa, enjoy the uh, the lake this weekend. We'll talk to you a week from today. Uh, appreciate the hit, as always, Cap. Thank you, buddy.
You guys are awesome. Anytime. Have a great holiday. You do the same. David Kaplan uh, joining us in Cheering Stone of Iowa. But did you hear that Tom Hamilton ripping Tim Anderson? I didn't know. Oh, my God. Just ripped him a new one. An opposing broadcaster taking the shot at one of the faces uh, of the uh, team in the other dugout. Anyway, Centurion Stone of Iowa. They sponsor Cappy. Now, the showroom's closed this weekend. In fact, they'll be closed, obviously, Saturday, Sunday, and Memorial Day Monday. Uh, so if you have a project, um, you want to get over the showroom, certainly you can get there between now and Friday. That's it. 5525 Northeast 22nd Street in Des Moines. Centurion Stone of Iowa. Just what the company name says. It's stone. Natural stone. Thin stoned veneer. Centurion Stone. Over 200 different color and pattern combinations. If you have a project inside the house, if you have a project outside the house and you want a little stone enhancement, look no further. The Centurion Stone of Iowa. Trends plays of the day. Circus Sports sponsors those. Those come up next. You know, I was uh, looking forward to the weekend. And well, aren't we all? As we were preparing for our TV show that we'll be recording later today, mm-hmm. Inside the Numbers on Mediacom on Sports Wagering, at the end of every show, you ask the question, well, what are you most excited for the weekend? If you could only the, watch one game right. or whatever it is. One event, yeah, or a game, yep. What would it be? I passed on the weekend. You did. It stinks. There's no NBA. Well, maybe. There's no hockey. Possibly. Mm, Probably. Baseball. Not a whole lot of Trent, there's an event that used to rule this weekend that nobody cares about anymore. Used to rule this? Rule this weekend. Memorial Day. You. Oh, the Indy 500. Yes. It is. Right? Memorial Day. I've told you this story before. This was a huge event for everybody I knew growing up. Massive. It was a pilgrimage to yep. make your way yep. to Indianapolis for this event. Yep. I should have put that on there. I just put past. <laughs> it's kind of the weekend it is, but it's it's baseball. It, I mean, go Celtics, go. Mm-hmm. Um, get us some hockey. Get, go Hurricanes, go. Do they have a, are they like the NBA where they're locked into a start date in the NHL? I don't know the answer to that. I, my hope is they're not right. because they got a chance to dominate the week mm-hmm. next week if indeed that's the case. Um, so I was looking at it from my perspective because I'm going on vacation the first full week in June. Right. I think I only missed two games of the NBA Finals. <laughs> <It's> so stupid. <laughs> right? Just with the breaks. Yeah. Stretch it out, right? Uh, why not? Get us to football Hell season. Hell yes. Do your best. 1245 Trent's Plays of the Day coming up next. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.5. Fargo Arena. <laughs> Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8866. Or you can go online at wolfroofing.net. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit circasports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day, presented by Circus Sports Iowa. 
right, Miller and Condon, welcome back. Final couple of minutes here on a Wednesday. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Kex and Omer Fernandi coming up in 10. The drive with Heather and Sean, 3 until 6. Uh, well, there's no basketball tonight. There's one hockey game tonight. There's a bunch of baseball already going on today. That kind of limits your plays. What are you doing? Well, we already jumped aboard with Arizona minus 103. We're off to a 3 nothing start in that one. So good start. If you're following along with my picks in the Action Network app, you would have got that before first pitch. But we just got two plays for tonight. One, give me Baltimore against Nasty Nestor, who has been terribly inconsistent this year. And we got Wells on the side for the Blue Jays, who's been really good. ERA nor- uh, south of three on the season. Plus 124 for the Orioles with pick number one. And I'm going to take the Panthers, close this thing out. Minus 106 is where you can find them. Currently at Circa, so I have that. And then I got some golf plays for tomorrow. <laughs> that starts up tomorrow. Uh, take a stab at three different guys. I got Fee now. He's plus 1450. I uh, have Homa at 27 to 1. A year ago, Sam Burns. Uh, kind of a breakthrough moment for him, the youngster. He's thirty-three to one, so we'll see if he can go to back to back. Couple of top twenties. What's got, Michael Block? Well, I got a Michael Block one for you. Oh, Michael Block to miss the cut. Ah, minus two ten. I'm gonna lay the juice there and uh, play that <laughs> one. Grillo top twenty, and my new guy Akshay Batia from Wake Forest had him a couple weeks ago. He was a heavy price for a top twenty. We're gonna go back to the well of top thirty. You can get him about plus two fifty at that price. So. That's what I'll be playing in golf, and I have those all tracked over on the Action Network app. Michael Block to miss the cut. You're not buying this feel-good story. Nope. Did you see that someone offered $30,000 for the 7-iron that he used to make his hole-in-one? Oh, really? Maple Lives just have too much money. I mean, what are they going to do with it? Put it on the wall, and Michael Block, if you're correct, mm-hmm. might just be that miss 15 minutes of fame, right? Uh, and you just got your hook thirty thousand for a seven iron. I mean, wonderful stories. It was the story of the weekend, in my opinion. It was yeah. in sports. It wasn't Kepka, who was machine like uh, in his victory. It was um, it was Michael Block, and then everything that ensued afterward, and all the opportunities coming his way. I would hope that John Deere Classic is after him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he grew up in the state of Iowa. He right? grew up in that area. Right. He grew up in the Quad Cities. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. Pooh. There's probably going to go be get a him. Pretty good appearance fee you'd put on top of it too to make that work. Yeah, he's taken off a lot of time. He's got to. He has made what he made two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars for his weekend work last week. Now, if you're a member at that course, well, did you see the the clubhouse? Yeah. on Sunday. Yes, you couldn't find a space when they were sitting there. When they all gathered to watch his final round. I, I'm going to guess that that is not an initiation fee of a couple hundred bucks. I know. Going to be a little north probably of that. Little, yeah, and his price for lessons have probably ticked up a yeah. little bit. They can afford maybe another pro if they need to go that route and keep <laughs> yeah. his name. About a part of it, but we're gonna pull scale you back a little mm-hmm. bit. You go out, you you just go across the country doing your thing. An incredible story, really good. We got Iowa baseball tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock against Indiana. Big Ten Network has that right. Yeah, they have all the games. Yep. Nebraska plays this afternoon, so keep an eye on that as they play the bottom half of the bracket. Almost had a couple of upsets yesterday. Indiana Did you, was. Were on you the ropes. watching it yeah. yesterday? Yeah. Indiana was on the ropes for a while. Maryland survived against Michigan State. Iowa. Got a real chance. It'll be Brody Brett getting the ball tomorrow. Mm. All right, that will do it for us. Appreciate you being with us. Thank you to Bill Bender and to David Eichold and to David Kaplan and to Circa 
for making it possible for our plays of the day. All right, that is going to do it. Murph and Andy in five. The drive with Heather and Sean, three to six. Hawk Central tonight, six to seven. Coach Heller's part of it. We're Miller and Condon weekdays, 11 to one on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX.